Good afternoon and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 16th, 2020, and we just want to welcome you in. We've missed a couple of days and should have done a podcast Saturday or Sunday, but because of being so busy and things going on in the world and trying to help others, today's the time we could find to do it. Today we're going to talk about showing love regardless of what the world says and just showing love in general um it's just the topic of love and showing love so let's uh take a moment for prayer and then we'll get right into this dear heavenly father lord we thank you for this day we thank you for all that you do we thank you for the love that you show and lord the love you're allowing us to learn and be able to show back which is your agape love the love and joy of jesus lord just bless this podcast bless those that hear it and bless those that to be able to receive and accept jesus christ as their personal savior lord we thank you for all things in jesus name we pray amen so first off i always try to give a little definition or tell about what we're speaking about on our topic Again, it's love and showing love. So I went to Webster's Dictionary to see how they define love. And love is defined as several things. There's a couple nouns and a verb. And it said, the first one was a noun. And it says, an intense feeling of deep affection. The second was also a noun. And it was a great interest and a pleasure in something. And the third one was a verb. Feel a deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone. Those are all good and well, and those are the world's view of love. But I starred the next definition because I want to see what God's definition of love is. First off, God is love, and it tells us that in Scripture. We'll get to that later on, but just remember that God is love. Without Him, we can't have love. So when you're doing what you do, and you tell somebody you love them, if you don't have God or Jesus Christ in your heart, are you really showing them love? Do you really love them with pureness and all that you can? Because if God's not attached to it, we got to think about that. The second is agape love, and that's the emotional condition of, of partiality. It's, it's based in Christianity. It means consuming, empowering, and it lives within us. So Christ lives within us, so that's the love that should be within us, the love and the joy of Jesus. So that's just a background definition of what we're talking about. And from there, um, I'm going to look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, and it says, And above all things, fervent charity love, which is love, among yourselves for charity, which is love, shall cover the multitude of sins. So Peter's speaking to the Christians here and telling them to love each other passionately and deeply love on each other. And the, the term fervent means displaying a deep passion for something, being able to deeply connect with it. So that's the type of love that they're speaking about here. You want it to be fervent. You want it to be deep and to have a passion to it. Um, he tells them that love, which is true love, will cover many sins. So a multitude means a lot, many, a bunch. 
So that's what the scripture is saying there. So it's covering those sins and love covers up everything. So you have to do things in love. And it's basically saying to go hard and loving each other. Like you would go hard at your job or go hard for your family and do things. So no Christian is sinless. We all make mistakes and we're all imperfect people. This love means forgiving each other, moving on from past hurts, and also building each other up. So you want to do those things. So in that scripture, just remember the part about being fervent. Show a deep love. Have a deep connection with somebody. And that's the love of Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8, it says in verse 4, Charity, which is love, suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Verse 5, Doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Verse 6, Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Verse 7, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. So let's break this down real quick. In verse 4, um, by love suffering a long time or long suffering, it means that God gives this or shows it to mankind. This is where he gives us a chance to repent. He, he works within us. The emotions given in this verse show that loving a person is to be kind and not selfish, not envying, and not being mad, being puffed up, being, being, being puffed up, you're swelling with evilness or maybe a hatred when you should be loving. And then in verse 5, he's talking about, um, it, it, it goes in that direction, that same direction, letting us know that selfishness provoking others, which is poking and prodding at them, doing things to get on people's nerves, and thinking evil are not love and they're not of God. So uh, we want to do things that are of God and show His love, so stay away from those things. In verse 6, it says that love does not get joy out of gross behavior. So the things that we do, we don't want them to be gross and malicious and not of God. Love rejoices in truth. So something truthful should be shown in a loving way. Truth only comes from God Almighty. So when you seek truth, you're seeking God, which you seek love, which you seek the love of Jesus Christ. Um, and then in verse 7, it lets us know that love takes on all things, and it believes on all things, and it, and it endures in all things. So... That in itself um, lets us know that all things that come of God are about love. And if God made it, it's good. So his love is the best love that you can have. Now, this is the real definition of love. If we look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, it says, And now abideth faith, hope, and charity, which is love, these three but the greatest of these is charity, which is love. This means that um, this means these three things stay in a fixed place. They stand. So faith stands, hope stands, and love stands. 
Paul makes it the declaration that love is the greatest of these three. Love is the greatest because it comes from the greatest, which is God and Jesus Christ. So when you're looking at standing, you're standing in love, you're standing for Christ, you're standing for God, and these things are in a fixed place. That means they can't be moved, they can't be taken, they can't be shaken because God has his hand on it. And then when we look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2, it reiterates the other verses. It says, with all lowliness, meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Basically, that's just saying, be humble and nice. Be patient with each other in love. Be loving, show love, and just do what you can do to be the best lover and the best follower of Christ that you can be to show that to someone else. And then we're going to move on to John chapter 15, verse 12, and it says, This command, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Uh, this right here is very simple. Love on each other like Jesus loves us, each and every person. Love on each other when you don't want to. Love on each one, other, on each and one other when you think you don't have to. Show love. When you show love, it makes the world a better place. It um, it changes situations. Like it said, it covers a multitude of sins. We live in sin, even though we are Christians, we're saved by grace from our sins because of Jesus Christ going to the cross and taking what we should have got and where we should have stood because of our sins. He took that for us. And when he's talking about in this to take his command, love is a command. It's an action word. It's movement. It, it means do as he said and be like he is. God loves us and forgives us every day. But I, I know so many that can't forgive and can't move on. I've been like that in my life, so I'm no different than anybody else. But our, our job is to show love. Our job is to follow that command and work through and show love to those who we should show it to. The next verse that I have is 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, and it says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, so there it is, what, what we talked about before, God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. In this, you have to know and believe in God's love. His love is the best. There's no love that is better than his. Next, it states that God himself is love. This means you can't have love without God, and you can't have God without love. That is amazing. God is the forefront of love. And love goes everywhere with him. So if you, you have it ingrained in your heart, you have him and his love. Lastly, we want to look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. And it says, we love him because he first loved us. The hymn we're speaking of in that verse, and it's a very short verse. The hymn we're speaking of is God and Jesus Christ. He loved us first. So why wouldn't we love him back? We definitely should love him back. 
Why? Because he gave us another chance to get in right relationship with him through his son, Jesus. And that takes us to John chapter 3, verse 16, where it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe upon him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So this love is a love that is unmatched. It can't be fathomed, but you can do it in action and in deed. So take this forth in this world that we have and that we're living in and show love and be who God wants us to be. God has a love. He has a way. He has a purpose for his love. And he gave that love to you and me to show to the believers and the unbelievers in this world. So we should be showing love and sharing so that someone might say, what must I do to be saved and go to Jesus Christ and have him as their personal savior? I'm thankful for that. It saved me and I hope it can save some others. The Lord is good and his love and mercy endures forever. So when you think about it and when you think about what love truly is, it always goes back to God. He started love. It says in that verse, God is love in verse 16 of 1 John chapter 4. So keep that on your heart, keep that in your mind, and let it resonate with you so that you know how to show love and you know how to take that love on when somebody else shows it to you. Now, I could go on and on for days about this subject, but God just wanted me to hit those points and share that love is it's, it's of Him. And when we search Him and we find Him, we can take His love, we can share it, and we can receive it upon any time. And I'm thankful for that, and I hope you are too. Just share that with somebody this week, this month, this year. Let somebody know that God loves them and that you do too. It'll change them. It'll let them put a smile on their face and walk in faith. And it'll make you believe that Jesus is the one Savior that came to save this world. Not just one person, but all people. He don't want to see one perish, but many will because they reject him. So love, 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 show love. That's the key. That's the term. That's the action. That's the move. Whatever the new movement is, it has to be done in love. Anything opposite of that is fake love. And the Antichrist spirit shows fake love. And we don't want any of that. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I thank you for listening today. We're going to end in prayer. And then hopefully you enjoy this message enough to share it with a friend or share it with someone that needs love at this personal time in life when we all need the love of Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the love of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being able to share about love and showing love, Lord. Lord, just 
Continue to touch our hearts, our minds, and our souls, Lord. Dig deep and get in us, Lord, that we might love on our brothers and sisters in Christ and those who aren't in Christ so they might become of Christ, Lord. And we definitely love you, Lord, because that was the first commandment, to love you and then love our neighbor as ourselves. Lord, we just lift you up right now, Lord. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for Jesus coming to earth and loving us enough to die for us. Lord, we thank you for loving us enough to create us, Lord. Lord, just be with us. Lord, guide us, touch us in this time of craziness in this world and definitely in the USA. Lord, we just look to you and we just bless your name each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. Share with somebody. Um, I have, um, if you feel like you want to bless me and my family through this ministry, you can um, you can share with someone else and you could send on Venmo or even Cash App. If you want to drop us a couple dollars, it could be $2. Anything to just help us carry on. I'm using microphones now and things that I didn't do before, but I just hope it affects somebody. And we're not about money, so don't even get that idea. We, we're, we're about love and about God, but if you feel the need, do what you can and we'll pass it on to our church or whoever we can to help. We're all about helping others and showing love. So bless you and may God keep you until the next time. Take care.